My next guest is as good as it gets. You know, right now on Maria Bartiromo show, they're talking to some guy about the um, fixed mortgages. The uh, 30-year fixed mortgage rate has now dropped to 6.48%. And ironically, on Fox News, they're talking to some restaurant owner in Florida about the impact of inflation and how America right now is really nervous about the future of the banks. This, of course, on the heels of what we saw last week, two major bank collapses, the SVP Bank out in um, in, uh, California, uh, SVB, I should say, and then, of course, Signature Bank here in New York, which I think my bank, New York Community Bank, is about to purchase. I believe that's the case. Who better to talk to about all of this than the best in the business? This new column is out. Janet Yellen is selling bank crisis short as execs fear dozens more teeter on the brink. My dear friend, Charles Gasparino. Charlie, good morning. How are you, buddy? Thanks for having me, Sid. Oh, come on. It's always great having you. Uh, Let's get to it. These uh, two banks collapse. There have been some I've spoken to that said, okay, I think we're out of it. (laughs) Others say, oh, baby, here comes six or seven more. Charlie Gasparino, how many more do you think are on the way? Now, we should point out that Janet Yellen yesterday just said all deposits are insured, right? So that may prevent, in the meantime, a bank run. But, you know, you know, more bank runs. And those are sort of, you know, triggering, often triggering events. Don't have to be, but they're often triggering events for these things to happen. But clearly, First Republic, which is very big, you know, a couple hundred billion in assets, uh, every bank is trying to, like, the banking system and the regulators are trying to save that. And, there's, and they can't because no one wants to buy it. Um, if you look at the balance sheets of, of about 25 banks, I am told, by banking executives, senior people, CEO types, there are about 25 that mirror the problems of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature and First Republic. That means they went out on the spectrum during our time, our folly, our fiscal folly of lots of money coming in. And guess what? You know, zero percent interest rates. It always does it. And they went out on the risk spectrum and invested in, in, and gave loans to people that right now are suffering because the economy is starting to turn down. Um, and those banks have an asset liability mismatch. They're all invested in long term bonds because the Fed kind of mandates that. And if you throw that noxious combination together, uh, if there ever is a run, you know, they're screwed. Um, or if something else happens, they're screwed. They're just invested in bad assets. So, you know, this thing is still like hanging out there despite what the Fed is doing. There's two dozen of them. And, you know, it's anybody's guess. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what the Fed does today. If the Fed doesn't cut, it doesn't raise interest rates, then this confirms that it might be worse than what it is. Right. Two dozen out there. Can you confirm, by the way, that uh, New York Community Bank is about to buy signature? Do you know that? I, I don't know that, okay. but I think they are because yeah. I, I think that was I, I thought I read that in yeah, me too. the yeah. source of all information. Because I was uh, I, I was worried about I was worried about my bank going under. Then I go, wow, my bank is buying somebody else. I'm in good shape. You know, you mentioned uh, the Fed raising interest rates, and they did say two weeks ago that uh, the thought was they weren't going to do it, and yet, like you said, they are mulling this morning, raising it one more quarter, one more quarter to five, and then maybe. Pausing after that, and you're right. If they don't do it, then we know what the case is. If they do do it, it's still not exactly a barometer for success. So, do you think they will do it, and and how long do you think they'll pause if, in fact, they do? 
you know, I think they almost have to do it. And because I still think we have inflation. I mean, if, if you if your target inflation rate is three and it's five or six, whatever it is now, it's in that area still. Um, yeah, you have to do it. And listen, you and I might be able to deal with inflation, but, you know, truck drivers can't. You know, average people, my old man in, back in the day couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Construction workers can't. It's yeah. just, it's a, it's a tax. And, you know, and I don't think people understand it because most people, you know, we haven't lived through it. They haven't, people haven't lived through the 70s. You can work three jobs in the 70s and still have to use hamburger helper because you couldn't <laughs> afford meat. I mean, that's why they invented hamburger helper. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of not what you want in an economy. It's almost as bad as a recession. It's worse in some ways. It's more destabilizing. If you look at the history of, of rampant inflation, you know, I mean, the, the most extreme case was the Weimar Republic leading to Hitler. Okay, that's the most extreme case. But the New York, the 70s were not a great time in the U.S., as you recall. No, so it wasn't. Kind of, no. Jimmy Carter, especially. Want, yep. Yeah, you don't want that. I mean, Jimmy Carter, in the end, bit the bullet and did the right thing and appointed Paul Volcker to the Fed, knowing exactly what he was going to do, which was wickedly raise interest rates. They squeeze it out of the economy. It cost him the election. Uh, listen, I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Carter, but you got to give him props for like, you know, essentially saying, okay, I may lose the election, but I got to get rid of the inflation. And that and that's kind of what he did. No, he um, did. He did. And, he, and, you know, he also did a, a good job, the whole Anwar Sadat thing, even though he hated the Jews. Yes. But, uh, yeah, but you know, it, it, I remember uh, a couple of days ago, for example, somebody was telling me, well, listen, you know, uh, inflation is down. And I'm like, yes, you're right. It's down. It's moving at a snail's pace. And it reminds me of the last administration Joe Biden worked for, which was Barack Obama when he was the VP. And, you know, Barack bailed out the car industry by borrowing, you know, billions and billions of dollars. And the economy eventually did improve but at an incredibly sluggish rate. I mean, anybody in the right. Obama administration beating their chest over the economy has to be a moron. And I got to tell you, these folks today sound a lot like that. I know. It really is pathetic. I mean, the, the Obama economy grew at a snail's pace largely because, you know, they printed a ton of money. Got that. That was on the, mon that was on the fiscal policy side. But, you know, on the, on, on the and they spent a lot of money, but they also taxed the hell out of businesses. They ramped up regulations, they, you know, he, Obamacare, you know, was a, was a huge question, a huge uncertainty, you know, what that would do. And it, it was it was the slowest peacetime recovery ever. Now, you know, I will say this about the Obama people. I think they were, they were, they had it, his economic team was a little smarter than what we have now. I mean, Joe Biden is not a sharp, is not a sharp guy when it comes to the economy. Janet Yellen is not good. I mean, she just should not be in that job. Uh, she's an academic economist, and, you know, it shows. And, you know, she she might be two steps behind him in terms of, you know, <clears throat> acuity, if you think about it, right. if you listen to her. Um, you know, so I, I think that's one of the problems here. And um, and, and what they're doing is kind of stupid. If, if you go out there and you say, Okay, all bank I, most likelihood all bank deposits are going to be guaranteed. Okay, everybody takes a, a sigh of relief. Government's going to bail them out. That's going to mean that banks will take even greater risk. I mean, it creates that situation where there's no consequence to your risk. And I think that's kind of what they're doing here. I mean, and it still doesn't get rid of the problem. The problem here is that when you had free money, people did stupid things. 
okay? Those, that, the stupid things of the free money is on the books of these banks. It's just sitting there like a lead weight. Mm. And it's not going to go away just because you say, oh, we're going right. to guarantee all interest rates, right. all, all, all deposits. Right. It's just, I mean, it, and, it's, and at some point it's going to blow up because it always does. Let me ask you about China. I've been reading that the U.S. has been checking data on Chinese companies linked to regional banks after this Silicon Valley bank completely fell apart. So once again, China plays a part in our economy, in the banking industry. How closely are we looking at this data on these uh, startup Chinese companies? You know, uh, who knows? I mean, listen, they were uh, – you do realize that the Federal Reserve, despite what um, what uh, Elizabeth Warren says – was closely looking at Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, there was reports. There was they, they were told to, to de-risk the whole thing, and nothing happened. Okay, so it was not like they were f- flying free and you know flying blind, and no one said. And they, because of a tweet to Dodd Frank, no one looked at their books because they they got constant reviews. What she's saying is, is totally wrong and stupid, and, and probably counterproductive to the argument. Um, so if you tell me that they're looking at Chinese banks, I would say, oh yeah, just like they looked at Signature Bank and <laughs> right before, <laughs> you know, I, I don't believe, I, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. you know, you know, here's the thing, you know, it, it is fascinating. You know, I bet you these, these sort of mid-sized banks did um, throw a lot of money at these Chinese companies. They, they were like, you know, they were startups. They were, um, they, they were IPO'd in the U S and, uh, they, uh, they were out there in the risk spectrum. That's kind of what you do when you have a lot of free money. You look for places to put it. And I, I wouldn't doubt if they were into these risky Chinese companies, which, by the way, pass ESG standards, these Chinese companies, even though they uh, they discriminate and they're, they, they, they're, they're essentially state-owned uh, companies that the state is one of the most repressive states in the world, yet they pass ESG standards. You ever think of that, that idiocy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so last one, uh, the great Charles Gasparino here, Fox News, Fox Business. The market is up today, I know that, and uh, I know it's been kind of wobbly, but that's really been the case for, for quite some time now. What is your uh, suggestion, recommendation, in terms of playing the market, fresh off these bank collapses? Uh, God, I hate giving financial advice, because I'm not supposed to do this. But I would just say this. Um, if I, if you're like, you know, if you have two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a bank, or three hundred thousand dollars in a bank, maybe it's. By the way, I don't have either one of those things. Just so you know. <laughs> no, I don't either, and a lot of people don't. I mean, you know, money market funds, you know, pay a decent pay a decent amount right now because the short term interest rates went up. But that it might be it might be time to like diversify your bank account, like have a diversified portfolio, right? You know, you have some stocks, some bonds, some cash. You know, you hold know. on. Let me, let me stop you right there. You're talking about diversifying. You mentioned stocks, bonds, and cash. And I had a 20-minute conference call yesterday with a buddy of mine who works at um, uh, Swiss, uh, Swiss company that uh, sells uh, silver and gold. And in fact, I'm doing their commercials starting next week. And and he's uh, you know he's recommending that you put your money in gold. I mean, you see all these other things are so volatile. Gold keeps going up and going up and going up. What are your thoughts on those precious silvers? Precious metals, I should um, say. You know, look at a long-term chart. They're they're very volatile. You know, there are times when you think gold should go up and it goes down. It's it's a, it's a weird investment, right? If they find a new gold mine in, in South America or wherever, price of gold will go down, even with inflation. 
way. So just really? be careful. This, this, yeah, this is a, it's a it's a weird market. I used to cover it much more closely. I I, I don't yeah. cover it as much right now, but you know, be prepared for. I I, I know I, I listen. I I see the commercials all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Particularly yeah. on my network. But I, I as a, as an investment, listen. It's nothing wrong with being diversified into it. Um, you know, don't bet the ranch. No way. Don't bet the ranch. You're better off taking that money and putting it on Alabama or Houston or somebody like that well, in the final four. <laughs> I mean, listen, if you want, if you want a small inflation hedge, it's not a bad thing. Right. You know, you know it's it's there. Um, if you believe we're getting our a handle on inflation, by the way, gold prices will go down. Okay. You know, so and they'll okay. go down today. I mean, so wow. remember that. Yeah. Kind of like, it's it's it, it's a weird volatile investment. And by the way, Bitcoin is now a a, a inflation hedge. Weirdly, I, I I'm not recommending it because I think you know I'm not a I'm kind of a skeptic on crypto. But right. you know it, it has become an inflation hedge. It has. That's what uh, Sam. Has. That's what Sam Bankman Free tried to convince me of about uh, six months ago. Well, <laughs> it wasn't Bitcoin. He, he it was made up coin. I know. I know. So thirty seconds to go after this wonderful conversation. You're so smart, Charlie. It's unbelievable. Just to kind of ra- you really are. Just to wrap this thing up. Should Americans, yes or no, be very concerned with the banking industry, or has Janet Yellen hit this thing right on the head? Uh, be very concerned. Wow. She, I, I don't know if she knows exactly what's going on. Oh, does that mean you panic and, you know, you do stupid stuff? No. But be concerned. I mean, I, I, I don't think they have their hands around it. I, I mean, I think, listen, here's how you know something bad is happening. And they and, and, and there and there, there's something to be really worried about. Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan Chase, the CEO, is now in the, in directly involved in, the, in, the, in trying to save First Republic. No point. Okay, he would not nope. get directly involved right. if it was just you know another day at the office. Okay, so they know there's something out there, and they're worried about contagion. You know, so take it for what it's worth. Charlie, you're the absolute best, man. I love you. You look great. Uh, keep uh, keep up the great gym work and. Keep coming on the show. You're great with me. Thank you so much. Anytime, Sid. Talk to you soon, man. My man, Charlie Gasparino, Fox News, Fox Business. What a terrific guest and a great guy.